Nicki Minaj comes to Britney's defense. Machine Gun Kelly wants BTS at his wedding. Plus, two more artists are accused of stealing music, and there's a new leader on the Billboard Hot 100. All that and take a look at this year's ACM Awards on today's show. Hey, this is Billboard News for Tuesday, March 8th, and I can't do this alone. Hi, Kristen, how's it going? I'm good, how are you doing? Amazing, thank you for being here to help me get through all of this information. <laughs> We're starting talking about my girl. Nicki Minaj is defending Britney Spears dancing as Britney wants justice and some babies. So let's break down everything happening with the princess of pop. What world are we living in? Who are we as a society that Britney Spears thinks she can't dance? What? I know, I know. She's really one of the best performers of her generation. Of all time. And I feel like that really, I, I can't believe it. But um, Britney did post a video of her dancing and she said, sorry to the haters, essentially. If you think that I can't dance, I love dancing and I keep doing it. Well, I mean, she's a great dancer, and I feel like it's so bad that, you know, she's been through so much that she is, has mm. that self-confidence problem. Yeah. But somebody's taken up for her. Yes. Okay, Nicki Minaj, um, she actually got on Instagram and commented, not the best dancer. Brittany, put your crown back on and leave it there, baby. I absolutely love that comment, and I love her sticking up for Britney. I love that, and they yeah. had a collaboration before, so mm -hmm. fingers crossed that they do uh, another remix, because Till the World Ends remix was everything. Uh -huh. But, you know, Britney, she's been going through a lot, so maybe she's not thinking about music. The conservatorship ended November 12th, and she yeah. wants justice? So she still wants justice, and she has a lot to say about her family still, which is understandable. Um, she has said that she felt like she was a puppet to her family. Um, she has also said that she feels like they really got away with a lot of the terrible things that they did to her under this conservatorship and she does want justice so she is not going to give this one up. I mean and I understand that you know if her dad allegedly took money and did all mm -hmm. this abusive stuff she's like well I'm free but like what's next? Yeah yeah absolutely. Well what's next for Britney is sounds like his kids though. Yes so she's been saying for a long time that she wants to have another kid um, but she actually posted this great topless photo on the beach saying um, she's planning on having babies in Polynesia so we'll see if that happens. Live your life, Brittany. I mean, mm. she told the judge that. She said, I want to be married and I want to have kids. So we want that for her too. But Brittany, if you would also like to do some music, I would take that as well. Please. On your time. On your time. <laughs> now, speaking of music, move over Bruno. There's a new number one on the Billboard Hot 100. That's right. After 59 weeks on the chart, Heat Waves by Glass Animals is the new leader. Congrats yeah. to them, man. This is crazy. Yes, this is really crazy because by and far, this is the longest it's ever taken a song to reach the top of the Billboard Hot 100. Um, the last one, or the second runner-up, who had the previous title of the longest road to number one, was Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You, which makes a little bit more sense, Yeah, right? you know, it's Christmas. It's going to take a mm -hmm. time for that kind of song yeah. to get number one, but... Glass Animals, that came out in what, 2020? Yes, it came out in 2020. It, was al it took almost 60 weeks, and you know Mariah Carey only took about 35 weeks. So that's a big wow. chasm between the two of them. I mean, TikTok's pushing it, and that's not the only like accomplishment about this song, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So this is their first entry on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, but also they are number two right now on the Airplay chart. I feel like whenever I tune into the radio, I always hear that song, so I'm not surprised by that. Radio or TikTok, that song's everywhere. But mm -hmm. I got to say, I don't think Bruno's done. Do we think Bruno's 
Bruno might make a comeback. You know, I think it might make a comeback because kids just get obsessed with those movies and those songs, and they will play them on repeat until they get sick of them. I don't think they're done yet. And, you know, we couldn't do that as kids. Like, we, we watched <laughs> yeah. Lion King on tape. Like, I bet I Just Can't Wait to Be King would have been number one, right? Oh, yeah. But we couldn't track our streams. But, yeah. <laughs> listen, Bruno's going to come back. I love my Disney, but I also love my BTS, and MGK is trying to live my dreams. Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly would love to give permission to dance to BTS at his wedding. The singer revealed on the Ellen DeGeneres show Monday that out of all the boy bands, he'd want BTS there when he's exchanging vows with Megan Fox. Let's take a look. I met them at the Billboard Awards. They were like stoked to be me. I think I have a better chance of getting BTS to come. Oh man, this guy's trying to really come for best wedding of all time. I know, I know. So this was uh, one of his answers on Ellen's burning questions segment on her show. Um, but he also said that NSYNC was in the running when he was thinking about boy bands. Oh, so. this is too much. This is too much. Let's take a listen. Which boy band am I going to know the most songs of? For sure, NSYNC. Okay, I mean, we all know the words to NSYNC songs, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, have you been to my desk? I have NSYNC and BTS on my desk, oh so this gosh. is actually really stressing me out. Who would you <laughs> let sing at your wedding? You know what? I think that, why not both? In this hypothetical scenario, Whoa. why couldn't I just have both? <laughs> I mean, come on. that what, My brain can't even comprehend that. <laughs> would you do Bye 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 or It's Gonna Be Me? Uh, bye bye bye. I think okay. so. Yeah. I like that. I like that. And I'm going to let butter happen at my wedding because it's a bop and I know all the choreography. <laughs> but we do have to switch gears. We all know Dua Lipa's legal trouble surrounding her hit song Levitating, but it looks like another set of performers are facing the same problem. Sam Smith and Normani are facing a copyright lawsuit over their 2019 hit Dancing with a Stranger, filed by three songwriters who say the song is strikingly similar to an earlier track with the same name and refrain. Yeah. Whoa, I mean, this has been happening so much lately, but so this much. seems even more interesting. Yes, what, what is really interesting about this one is the three songwriters who are accusing them of copyright violations. The song that they wrote in 2015 that they're saying is this copy is also called Dancing with a Stranger. It was released in 2015, um, and this complaint was filed on Friday in federal court in Los Angeles. We should listen. Okay, I gotta say, I don't hear it. I think they're saying you have to slow it down. The lawsuit yeah. says slow it down, but I don't really hear the similarities. You know, I'm curious to see what a musicologist would say. That's kind of the expert that they bring into court to look at all of these, you know, similarities side by side. So I'll see what the experts We're musicologists, say. but we're not <laughs> experts at all of that. And it's not just the song, though, that they're comparing. Yeah, so the music video as well, they're saying that that is also strikingly similar. So I think between the name, the hook, and the music video, it is a pretty good case. No, that's a pretty good case. I mean, I have to say though, it kind of worries me that it's taken this long. I'm like, if all this stuff was the same, yeah. I would think they had a made this complaint a long time ago. Yeah. But we'll see what happens with it. Speaking of giving credit, credit is given at award shows. Monday night's Academy of Country Music Awards, hosted by Dolly Parton and co-hosted by Jimmy Allen and Gabby Barrett, were jam-packed full of performances, around 20. Yeah, so I mean, there were so many good ones. It's hard to narrow it down, but one of my favorites, one of the most touching tributes was from Chris Stapleton. He performed Watch You Burn, which was in remembrance of the Route 91 Harvest Music Festival. Which is even more incredible. Jason Aldean introed that song, mm -hmm. and he was on stage at that massacre, so... Really yeah. emotional night, and what else happened? One of my other favorite performances was from Kelly Clarkson, who is always a queen of covers. She always kills it. She did a pitch-perfect rendition of Dolly Parton's I Will Always Love You. Oh, we gotta hear that. 
Clarkson, vocalist of our time. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And one of my other favorite performances was Dolly Parton. I love her. I love her. I love her. Um, she is still not done making music. She has made so many albums over the years, but she took to the ACM Awards last night to not only host, but also perform the first single off of her next album. Then Gabby Barrett also sang a very emotional version of Leanne Womack's 2000 classic, I Hope You Dance. Oh, they were dropping all the classics yeah. last night. But we got to talk about the awards too. Who won? Yes, so biggest award of the night for the ACMs is Entertainer of the Year, and historically this has pretty much always gone to men. Um, and this year it went to Miranda Lambert, which was really exciting. It's been 10 years since a woman won that award outright. Um, so the last person who won it 10 years ago was our girl Taylor Swift. Oh, look, look, great women all around. Glad Taylor's taking a break and being like, somebody else can have it for now. <laughs> I'll be back. I'm sure she'll yeah, be back. I know I'm country sure. Taylor's in the hiding somewhere, ready to come back to us. <laughs> also, though, Morgan Wallen won Album of the Year for the Dangerous Double album, mm -hmm. which I thought was a little interesting. You know, it was yeah. the highest selling album, but I was like, seems a little weird awarding him this time. It was surprising because the ACM voters, you know, you think that maybe they would want to avoid some of the recent controversy with Morgan Wallen. In 2021, he was videotaped saying the N-word. It went viral um, and definitely has put like kind of a, a, a dark cloud over this album. So I was, I was surprised to see that he won an award for it. No, it was surprising, but you know what? Some people are like, F the controversy. So, you know, congrats to him. I don't know that I agree with it, but it's not my business. <laughs> thanks for hanging out with me today. Well, thanks for having me, as always. I always have fun doing this. Make sure you guys come back tomorrow where we'll probably talk about Britney, Kanye, and the charts. That's what we're here for. See you next time.